Welcome to Be My Guest with your hostess, Charlotte Cosden. Be My Guest is an innovative, informative program that will familiarize you with local ministries or businesses as a means of serving our listening audience, as well as give the directors of these worth-mentioning services the opportunity to answer your related questions. And now, here's Charlotte. If someone were to walk up to you and ask you, do you know four keys for business success? Well, I don't know if you do, but stay tuned because we have somebody with us today. Good afternoon. I'm Charlotte Cosden. You are on the Be My Guest broadcast with us live in the studio today is a chief consultant of uh, HR, and his name is Mark A. Griffin. We've been talking about him all week long. He is the chief consultant of InHisNameHR.com. Welcome, Mark Griffin. Charlotte, thank you so much for having me today. I'm so excited to give encouragement to the Philadelphia listening audience today. Yes, and we have lots to cover, so let's get started. And um, tell me about the four keys. Let's start the, there, Mark. Well, th there's, there's really four keys to success when it comes to business. You know, I've been in business for over 25 years. Mm -hmm. I've been blessed to have worked for some fabulous companies, Quaker Oats, Kodak, mm -hmm. Merck Pharmaceutical, and one common theme seems to be the same for all these high-performing organizations, and those four keys are simply having a vision, having a mission, mm -hmm. having a values for your company, memorializing that, and then setting goals and objectives for people. Wow. If you can do these four simple steps, I believe the Lord can prosper your business. Okay, let's take it again. It's vision, mission, Values. Values. And then using that to create goals and objectives yeah, goals. for your organization. Very important. Yes. Yes. Very important. Okay. So we're going to hit on each one of them today at some point Absolutely. during our interview. Is that okay yes, with you? Yes. That's exciting. All right. And in case you have to run, I want to give you Mark's website, Mark Griffin's website, www.inhisnamehr.com. That's in his name hr.com and uh, that will tell you more about his uh, business yes okay. thank you now tell me what we have today what how let's talk about marketing recognition sure well uh, we talked about the four keys uh, but marketing is is really important uh, that you bring up marketing and our company specifically has been incredibly successful mm -hmm. through marketing efforts through social media. We're, we're very active in LinkedIn. We're very active in Facebook and Twitter and Instagram and all those areas. But we're also active being out giving encouragement through Christian radio. Mm -hmm. uh, we're also um, very active in chambers of commerces. We're mm -hmm. uh, in the secular environment. So we're involved in four or five different chambers throughout, a, throughout Pennsylvania. And we do a lot of marketing through them. Our marketing approach is multi-pronged. We do things through social media, we do it through radio, and we do it through snail mail. We do it through uh, print advertising as well. Okay. Mark, how did you ever get involved in all this? Like, was this your call? Did you feel uh, a call to this mission? Well, I, I've, I've been um, a Christ follower for about 10 years now. Okay. And uh, um, I had a career in human resources in big corporate companies. Mm-hmm. 
And I have always really felt throughout my career that I always wanted to do consulting work, but I just never knew what that would look like or when it would happen. Okay. And I got some encouragement about five years ago mm-hmm. that said, hey, Mark, you are so good at motivating people, connecting people, mm-hmm. encouraging people. Mm-hmm. Why don't you create a firm to help the medium-sized companies, the okay. companies that have 200, 300, 400 people, right, right. and smaller companies mm-hmm. as well. Mm-hmm. So that's what we did. We set out to do human resources for smaller organizations, but in our heart and what we felt the Lord leading us to do is to do everything from a Christian perspective. Mm-hmm. So we really feel we're, we're a Christian human resources organization uh, that does things similar to what Dave Ramsey does around finance. I right. mean, Dave right. doesn't hesitate to say that he, he's a believer in Christ, right. and uh, he does all his financing mm-hmm. around Christianity. So we do human resources from a Christian perspective. Exactly. Okay. How exciting is that? <laughs> Mark, uh, let me give your phone number right about now where we can reach you. Sure. That'll be great. People can feel free to call me at 717 572 2183. Okay. We are uh, located in Lancaster County, Pennsylvania. Right. right. However, we've done uh, work all the way out in, into Wisconsin. Okay. All the way into Brooklyn, New York. Wow. And uh, we're moving south towards uh, Greenville, South Carolina. We would love right? to get some, some some work down in the Greenville area. Okay. So all our practices, our procedures, the way we do things are easy to replicate no matter what state, what county uh, that you live and work in. Okay. Now, question for you. <clears throat> Not part of our script, but... Sure. If you were hiring someone... What would you be looking for in them? Here is the here's the most important thing I think your listeners can garner today is in the beginning I opened up with there's four keys and that's having a vision, a mission, values, and then tying it into goals. Okay. Well, you know you know where companies fail in interviewing? Yeah. They don't memorialize a mission, vision, values. So they grab ten people and they interview them and they say, How are you gonna be a great widget maker at our company? And high-performing companies, they memorialize the vision, the mission, and the values. They hang it on the wall. They share it with people. They get people excited about it. Uh But when they interview people, Charlotte, they say, here's our mission and vision and values. How are you going to help us exceed and reach our vision? How are you going to live every day to to work within our mission? Mm -hmm. How are you going to work with your colleagues and customers and vendors within the values of the organization? Mm -hmm. That's that's the best way to find the the best people. And what I find is people people get excited about that when they when they're interviewed. They go, Wow, this company is so serious that they want to be the leading company in building products Mm -hmm. in in five years Mm -hmm. or, you know, their visions to expand all over the United States. You know, I worked with one company that when we originally did their mission, vision, and values, they said that they wanted to be the company of choice within their industry, within central Pennsylvania. I kind of tried to stretch them a little bit, Mm -hmm. you know, northeast. You know, over a period of time, they've expanded out, and they want to be the number one company in the United States. So that's exciting. Yes, really. Okay. Now, uh, how about the characteristics of a person you're ready to hire What are you looking for in their character? Well, most importantly, um, companies that are doing hiring, uh, like I said, I give them a copy of the mission, vision, values, but you should always have a job description when you go to hire somebody. 
you put yourself in a lot of legal danger when you don't have a job description. Now, oftentimes we meet with companies, they want us to help them, they want us to do recruitment for them, and they're lacking job descriptions. If listeners out there have a business and you're hiring without a job description, you need to stop it because what happens is you have no fair basis to evaluate people. Mm -hmm. And if anybody wanted to file a suit against you, you wouldn't have anything to stand on mm -hmm. because you don't have a fair comparison. So not only, but not only from the legal, the EEOC, the state employment mm -hmm. and all those issues, from a moral perspective, mm -hmm. we should be fair in the way that we hire. So, yes. so those, those characteristics that you talk about should be built into the job description, should be built into the ad. Um, you know, those characteristics a lot of times are the values that we talked about as the keys yes. uh, for success. Okay. And Mark, let me ask another question. What about benefits and working conditions? As far as? Uh, somebody applying for a job, what are they looking for as far as good benefits? And working conditions. Now, they haven't worked there yet, so sure. how do they know? N now more than ever, and I think this is what gets me so excited to be, to be doing what I'm doing, encouraging business owners. Mm -hmm. And, 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 and you know, now more than ever, people want a sense of community. They want to come into an organization, and they want to feel like they're part of something great. And the reason why they want that is the whole world is a mess right now. Yes. The economy's a mess. Mm -hmm. The family's a mess. You know, alcoholism, drug abuse, teenage preg pregnancy. So people are coming to companies, and they're broken. Mm -hmm. So if you can create an environment to say, hey, we, we take people and we help them become excellent, that's really what people are looking for. Of course, mm -hmm. benefits are important, salary is important, and, and companies really try to do the best that they can. But if you're honest with, with candidates and you say, you know, we can only pay $17 an hour, mm -hmm. and th that's what we're going to offer, and I'm sorry, we, we just, and you truly can't afford anymore because you're breaking even, most people understand that. Right. Now, of course, if you're pulling in in a Jaguar every morning and you're flying off to Martha's Vineyard and then you're crying poor mouth to your, your employees, that's a whole nother story. But right. many employees are even understanding when companies can't offer medical benefits anymore because uh -huh. of the, 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 the cost of complying to the national health care. Many smaller organizations aren't paying for benefits anymore. They just they, they can't afford it. Okay. And employees are starting to understand. They they know that if the employer tried to, they would go out of business. Yes. Okay. Okay. Now, uh, what about your... Um, <clears throat> let me ask you a question. Uh, are you available to go into churches to speak? Uh, yeah, we speak this, all the time. Topic? Yeah, yeah, we speak okay. all the time. We, we, we've spoke, again, all over the... All over the United okay. States, we we speak on a variety of topics. Okay. We, we speak about how to build a high-performing organization, okay. uh, uh, successful leadership development, right. successful discipline. Exactly. We, so we're talking about employers and employees. Oh yeah, yeah. We we, we we can okay. do both. We we have a presentation that. I created uh, about two years about LinkedIn okay. th that ties into social media. Right. 
accidentally we created this to help a group. They asked, they said, hey, you guys are so great on LinkedIn. Can you help us? Wow. And it's actually gone viral. We've, I, I presented at uh, Bloomsburg University to students. Yeah. 200 students showed up. We're going to do it with the West Shore Chamber of Commerce over in Harrisburg in February. Christian's Businessmen's Connection, we're doing that in, in, in Lancaster. So there's a variety of things that we, we present um, to, to audiences. We've done work. Okay. Human resources work for ministries and for churches. Okay. Uh, but also our, our primary focus is for-profit Christian-owned businesses. Okay. Gotcha. All right. Why don't we talk a little bit today of the prestige brought to your organization? You said here remains for years. What do you mean when you say that? The prestige that you bring to your organization remains for years. Sure. In other words, it multiplies itself and just keeps going. Oh, I, 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 absolutely. I, I think when, when, when companies memorialize their mission, vision, and yeah. values, uh-huh. when, when they um, are doing the right things with their employees and they're investing, s- in investing mm-hmm. and, you know, uh, I read some research from Barna a couple years ago that said that outward Christian organizations um, are chosen at a higher percentage over secular organizations. So mm-hmm. when a consumer is driving down the road, they would rather buy from a Christian-owned organization than a secular organization. There's a perceived value. Now, right. we, don't, we don't do that to, to capitalize on it. Okay. But we do, right. we do need to understand as business people that when we do share uh, that we're faithful people, there is a, a benefit to it, and people perceive us highly. And at the same time, we have a, 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 an obligation to act accordingly. Exactly. Okay. So what do you feel uh, as far as I know you wrote here your core values, authenticity, integrity, trust, stewardship? Yes. Can you expound on that a little bit? Those, those are our core values for, for our organization. Right. Um, and we help organizations form their own core values through okay. brainstorming with all the employees. And, and we, we help them come to a conclusion of what values are important to all the employees, not just yeah. leadership. Exactly. Um, okay. Okay. How important... Uh, do you think communication is between the employer and the employee? Communication is key. I, I was just going to say communication is everything. It is everything. Really? Yeah. It is. And the, and, and the blessing that I have is, you know, I did an off-site meeting. Uh, a company hired us, and they said, we want to, we, we're heading into our 80th anniversary. We don't have a mission, vision, and values. Mm-hmm. We want to create this, so can you help us do it? And they originally wanted the leadership to create it and then share it with everybody. And I said, you know what? If you really care about your people, let's get all the people involved. So we had a big meeting. Everybody piled into a room. Good. And I, I went to the group and I said, look, you need to, you need to nominate people from each area of this. And uh, that's what we did. And we had about 12 hourly employees. And we went off site. And those, some of these guys that have worked for the company for 35, 40 years got choked up because they felt like, 
their voice made a difference. Wow. And it, it makes a very big, and it's a fundamental change for that company yeah. because the, 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 the people finally feel like they can contribute. Mm. People need to be heard. They need, to, they need their, their thoughts and their ideas considered. You don't have to do everything that they're doing. Exactly. Or, or want to do. Right. Uh, but you have to at least consider it. Which leads me to my next question. Um, how important, significant is encouragement in the workplace, Mark? Encouragement is, is, is key. I mean, communication is so important. We know communication is important. But, you know, as a leader for the leaders out there that are listening to this program today, all eyes are on you. Mm -hmm. From the time that you pull into that parking lot, get out of your car, and you go into that building, all eyes are on you. And if you're down, every employee is going to be down that's around you. Mm -hmm. If you're happy, every employee is probably going to be happy. Mm -hmm. So we need to be encouraged. And as a, as a Christ follower, I think we're obligated to wake up every day and be excited, knowing that yes. his, his blood's redeemed us already. We're, mm -hmm. we're, we're, we're in heaven. So. Good. We we should know that, and that should explode out of every pore of our body. Yes. I mean, the, people should see the light, and they should be encouraged by us. Mm -hmm. And to not be an encourager, I think, is bad. I think it's it, it, you're not being a very good Christian if you're not being an encourager. We Christ was the ultimate encourager. He really Absolutely. was. And we're, and we're to emulate Christ. That's right. Mm -hmm. That's good. Thank That's you. really good. Okay. If you're just joining us, this is Charlotte Cosden, and you're on the Be My Guest broadcast. And today I am interviewing uh, the Christian business consulting firm in his name, HR. And he is Mark Griffin, chief consultant. Number to call for more information when we go off the air today, 717-572-2183. Jot it down. Maybe today you don't need it. Tomorrow you will. 717 Five seven two twenty one eighty three, or you can go online to m griffin at in his name hr dot com. Yes, thank you. And you know, one thing that the listeners need to know is, uh, no business is too small. We've worked with a, we worked with one company, seventeen employees, five million dollars in sales. Praise mm -hmm. God. We've been into it for three years. They, they, it, I, it's almost hard to believe they've gone over nine and a half million in sales. They've yes. almost doubled their sales yes. in three years. Why? Because they're doing the right thing. Exactly. They're getting the right people. They're getting the right people on the seats of the bus. No, nobody has lost their jobs through any of the transformation. Right. But they're really upgrading their talent. They're getting people focused on, on where they're going vision-wise. They're staying true to their, their, their mission, and they're living within their values. And they're setting goals every year, and employees are getting excited. And they're sharing the success. As they, as they make more, they're sharing that with the employees. And they're showing the employees that, you know, God takes care of them. And in, in return, a lot of these employees are giving money back to their churches, that's to right. the missions well, right. that they support. Tithe, yeah. Yep, and it's mm -hmm. all, all, all about... Um, back into the kingdom. It's all back into kin kingdom building is right. Exactly. All right. <clears throat> now, um, what about uh, reducing employee morale issues? That's that's another area of expertise mm -hmm. that we have, that yeah. we, we work with companies. And uh, one tool that we use is, you know, you can do the employee survey 
and that might be able to get garner some information. But a lot of times they're not that effective. People don't take them seriously. Uh, they don't want to fill them out. But one tool that I use with leaders is a 360-degree feedback tool where we're, we're come up with questions and then we're sit down with employees that report to the leader and we're say, you know, what, what's this leader really good at? What are they really poor at? Mm-hmm. And we're look for trends. Okay. And then we're sit down with the leader and we're say, you know what? These guys love you because of X, Y, and Z. Mm-hmm. They don't like you because of A, B, and C. Mm-hmm. So let's work together to change those areas of opportunity with A, B, and C. And a lot of times supervisors just don't realize that they're lacking in some of those areas. Mm-hmm. So um, a- improving employee morale is oftentimes done through proper leadership development. Yes, absolutely. Another aspect to that, Charlotte, is many times we go into organizations and there's a lot of people in supervision that don't want to be in supervision, Mm -hmm. that they were good at widget making and the owner or the the manager said, since they're so good at widget making, we're just going to promote them because then everybody will be good widget makers or teach them how to be good widget makers. Mm. Being a good widget maker doesn't make you a good leader. Mm. It makes you a good widget maker. That's good. Yes. Very good. Thank you. Yes. We all have a different call. We all have a different call. And not everyone's called to do leadership. That's it. That's right. Okay. Um, Need to talk some more about what would you, what's your focus today? My focus today, and I I was thinking about this uh, as I was coming in uh, to the station, (laughs) is I I know there's there's owners out there that are struggling. I, I know there's uh, business startups out there that are struggling. And I, I, I know that I know what it's like to start a business and, and wake up in the morning and go, wow, I, I don't have any clients. I don't have any cash flow, but I feel like mm-hmm. God's leading me to, to grow this business. I, I just want to provide encouragement that if you stay true and you feel like God is calling you to do this business, um, it's not happening by happenstance. He, he put it in your heart for a reason. But I also encourage listeners to develop simple goals, develop some simple objectives, even if it's, you know, the first year I'm going to break even. But a lot of times I talk to business owners and they don't even have simple goals like that. Mm -hmm. You know, what's the goal for the year? Well, we made 3 million last year. We're going to make 3 million this year. Well, you know, why don't you think about a 20% increase over last year or, you know, figuring out what items selling better over other items or pulling in employees and saying, hey, let's brainstorm. They, they, They probably have really good idea of what's working and what's not working. And then rewarding employees when they come up with really good ideas to help you make more money. There's no shame in making more money. Again, if you share it, Yep. And and you're treating employees appropriately and you're giving back to the kingdom. Uh, money is a good thing to, to, to keep us alive and keep us growing. Exactly. Yes. Okay, good point. So. All right. Okay, number to call if you have more questions and you'd like to speak with um, Mark Griffin uh, personally, 717-572-2183. Perhaps in the new year, you would like to have him come and speak at your church. Sure. And uh, we would love that. In in his name, HR, Christian Business Consulting, jot it down, 717-572-2183, or go online to mcgriffin at inhisnamehr.com. Okay. What haven't we touched today? Let's see. 
We, we do have um, a product that we launched this year. We, we had many um, companies that we were working with uh, made this suggestion. And uh, what it is is it's a human resources toolkit. Okay. And, and perhaps you're in a situation where you go, you know, we, we have four, uh, 25 employees. We have a, an HR representative that used to be maybe the secretary, but now they're doing HR, and they don't quite sure know what to do. They were put into the HR position, but they're not trained up. They didn't get a bachelor's in HR. Mm -hmm. They haven't studied HR. Mm -hmm. Well, we've created a human resources toolkit that that uh, HR representative can download right to their desktop and it has everything oh, wow. that they need possible mm -hmm. from how to recruit. We include yeah. the PowerPoints to train the, the managers on how to recruit, mm -hmm. how to create templates, mm -hmm. the interview templates to ask questions. We go into job description creation, how to, you know, earlier in, in, in the broadcast, we talked about how important it is to have job descriptions. Well, mm -hmm. the glory of the toolkit is we teach you and we train you how to create job descriptions. We give you examples. We even give you easy templates to fill out where you grab pieces of language to create the job description yourself. Excellent. Um, mm -hmm. We even have a module. The first module mm -hmm. is how to create a mission, vision, values for your organization. Okay. Where do you even start to do that? Yeah. So we created it because we want to help companies prosper organizations prosper. Not everybody can afford to bring us in as a consultant. They just can't. Right. And we can't afford to go out and help everybody for free. Right. So we found this product that we can offer organizations and they can use it and they can train themselves and then they can do these HR practices. Of course, if they need help in the implementation, they can call us and, you know, we have support staff to help. Excellent. Okay. And we talked a little bit today about uh, communication and, um, you know, staying on top of that, knowing what's going on sure. know, in the place of business or plant or wherever, you know. Uh, so talk to me today a little bit about productive meetings and how important are meetings? Meetings are important only when you have an agenda. Okay. And, and, and you have an objective to having the meeting. Right. I never like to meet with anybody unless we have a predetermined idea of what's going to be covered. Right. Now, I, I don't necessarily think you have to go overboard and spend an hour creating an agenda for a 15-minute meeting. Right. But even if it's setting up a meeting on Outlook to say, hey, we're going to meet to talk about recruitment at 3 o'clock, mm -hmm. and here's four bullet points of what we need to talk right. about, right. and keep it to the bullet points and then and the meeting, it, mm -hmm. it's important. Um, but oftentimes that is an issue within organizations. There's not enough communication and they might have death by meeting. That, that can be a problem where you just meet, meet, meet. A lot of times, mm -hmm. depending on the organization and the players, um, insecure managers may meet too much. Mm -hmm. if, if they're uncomfortable too with their much, capabilities, yeah. they, they yeah. meet too much. So. Okay. We have about a minute in closing, and I'd like to hear from you. Closing comments from Mark Griffin, a chief consultant. Um, with uh, in his name hr.com 717-572-2183 Mark closing comments. Sure, closing comments again uh, Philadelphia thank you for having me on I hope I'm an encouragement to uh, the listeners 
And if there's anything our firm can do, we can come out if it's a church or a ministry and you need a speaker, we'll be glad to come out and provide encouragement to, to business leaders. If uh, there's a group of business leaders that want to meet on a regular basis, we can pro provide an encouragement that way. Uh, or if you're a business and, and you need help, we're right down the road. We'll be glad to, to help you. So feel free to reach out and call us. And I'm just praying for prosperity over all the businesses in, in, in Philadelphia for 2015. Okay. Thank you so much, Mark Griffin. Thank you. Okay. Now be sure to tune in again next week, Reverend Davis who's the author of New Horizons, published by Morris Press, and The Encourager, published by Author House, is the pastor of Higher Ground Worship Center in Friedensburg, Pennsylvania. In addition, he has had an extensive prison ministry in local prisons for 14 years, beginning with Yoke Fellowship Ministry, where he was made coordinator in the year 2000. Reverend Davis has been awarded Volunteer of the Year and received a Distinguished Service Award from the Pennsylvania Bureau of Prisons. In 2001, he was promoted to take over the teaching responsibilities for progressive restorative programs. I have about a minute here. i got to hurry up here. All right. Additional copies of the book. You can go to Westbo Press or you can tune in next Wednesday at 3 o'clock. For now, I am Charlotte Cosden. Thank you for being our guest. We're so glad that you tuned in today to Be My Guest. If you're the director of a local ministry or proprietor of a business in the tri-state area and you would like to be our guest on a live interview, contact Charlotte by calling 610-872-8861 for more details. That number again is 872-8861.